listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, when I was small, they used to tease me because my hair was peasy, hard and greasy. But now I'm living well like George and Wheezy. So easy does it. Cause it because I'm rocking beats, beats, beats. Food man chewing because I'm doing what just had to be done. Now we in there like swimmer girls calling me hun. Give me hugs, little pecs, mutual tongue, lots of sex, enough respect to my bros that live at Five Six Street, right? I'm smashing monster, mashing boom, bashing in the fashion, which is wild. Now I smile when I whiplash and seize with my style. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we're in the house on uh Saturday, mm-hmm. which as always means it's feedback time uh the feedback show is when you guys uh write us in to let you know what you thought about the shows for the weeks the topics for the weeks our guests our uh like everything the recaps you guys just let us know and you can do it either by going to the blackoutist.com leaving comments and votes in the polls and things like this you can also email us the blackoutist at gmail.com and you can uh leave voicemails uh on the voicemail line as long as they're three minutes or less we'll play them on the show um and i believe we got one this week too so that's good um and of course um oh, we got two this week all right uh, at any rate uh you can leave voicemails for the show a bunch of stuff man and uh, we also read five-star reviews right as long as we like them so if you leave five-star reviews on itunes and stitcher and we like them we will read them on the air that's uh that's a promise to you that's a guarantee uh and we got a couple of those this week as well um of course the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today marks day 542 that bobby schroeder's been locked up in jail mm-hmm. uh time keeps on ticking uh and of course some people donated to the show and we can't let that go by without mm-hmm. you know uh giving you guys your shout outs uh let me see what what song where's my song at oh here we go i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you shout out to recession depression and unemployment how y'all doing in the audience um (laughs) tyvon uh hit us with the recurring donation thank you very much tyvon s yes my brother rodney hit us with the recurring donation we just saw him at my niece's graduation this week yes we did autumn w recurring donation thank you very much damian jackson who i I am for real recurring donator joy m recurring donator shantae b oh that's that's new Mm. ain't it uh i feel like shantae's come been around before okay uh we got a uh a, oh this is an anonymous donation one time donation thank you very much uh, i think they told me to to say uh, anonymous and they sent us a message too uh we'll get to that in the emails thank you anonymous yeah vicky sends a recurring donation thank you very much vicky mm-hmm. kimberly j recurring donation pamela a b recurring donation hey. uh i know i might pronounce this wrong but we're gonna go with ejoma Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's actually pretty good i might have got that right linwood c recurring donation no lw recurring donation and that's everybody thank you so much uh for hooking us up this week recession depression unemployment play me out today's a new day Tell me where are my blue skies? Where is that love, y'all? Where is the love and the 
it's weird that i memorized that fucking song right because i don't really listen to any gospel music <laughs> but <laughs> Play it all the i time. know that shit i heard that coming on somewhere the other day oh somewhere else i was like what i know that one i think i was in like a grocery store i was like today's a new day <laughs> i don't know if he was like what is he talking about I ain't getting crunk at the grocery store right people gonna start inviting me to their church getting polite declines um <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know such a random song we picked too. I don't even know why we picked that song. I have no idea. Either. I think I just put Kirk Franklin was like, this seemed like something good. And it stuck. Yeah, it is a good song now. Uh at any rate, um, five star reviews on iTunes. We got a couple of them. Let's see. And like Ooh. if you're not in the United States, let us know. Mm-hmm. We can't read the review unless you tell us it's from somewhere outside the United States. We don't we don't see those. Mm-mm, just include Canada and Mexico. Mm-hmm uh mwanganji writes in i hope i pronounced that right mwanganji um oh wait mwanganji there we go all right thanks five stars i found y'all via t-web guest appearance i thought to myself that i should listen to his podcast but i got distracted and it didn't happen then i started listening to the insanity report family of podcasts and you got mentioned again and finally got around to listening a couple of months of regular listening later and i got y'all in rotation stop here if you want to be brief nah nigga we, we good this y'all show mm-hmm. you and karen were wondering why y'all are so popular with fans of other shows i can't speak for anyone except for me but the way i see it my home show is twitter prime and those are my home friends and sandy report is my school show and those are my school friends and y'all are my g mama's house and y'all are my cousins and those friends uh first two shows are about things you or at least i overtly pursue like politics and nerdery whereas your show is like family and you don't overly pursue family you just are family oh uh and better than just regular default family y'all with the cousins i ran with when i got sent down south expat new yorker (laughs) living in south san francisco bay area for the summer hey man we'll be that dog i Mm -hmm. appreciate it you know we always have uh you know people come through and 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 show love like that but uh mm-hmm. we appreciate you we do you know we'll be those those cousins from the south that uh you know taught you about uh you know how to make milkshakes out of milk and sugar um in the middle ah, of the night right uh consistent and funny miss shalitha says i enjoy this podcast so much i listen to this while i'm at work at home and in the car the guest of the race comments have me crying laughing i enjoy listening to the walking dead recap so much that i binge watched to see what the hype was now i can't wait for the new season it appears i'm gonna do the same with game of thrones keep doing what you are doing this show is a mixture of the news politics ratchetness and black love thumbs up and tens across the board oh thank you thank you so yeah man if you're outside the u.s let us know because we can't see that shit so Mm-mm. but we will definitely read it if uh it's five stars and we like it let's go to the page we have comments on the page we recapped we did an all-season review for underground season one mm-hmm. uh, karen finally watched it it was actually kind of a longish review but that's because the first 20 minutes we just talked about you know slavery as entertainment and how we feel about it in general and what our attitudes were coming into this mm-hmm. um and i think that conversation alone was a good conversation because you know me and karen kind of came at it from different sides of the coin but we both enjoyed the show yes um so you know and we'll both be there for season two mm-hmm. uh, anonymous says i enjoyed your podcast review and the show there's never been a show like this on tv and it absolutely works i'm looking forward to next season i love that i love the unexpected twist me too me too man that ending is like mm, that's how you do a finale all right that cliffhanger i said mm. 
I'll be back. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> you got me. You got me. Um, all right, twelve sixteen. We had episode twelve sixteen. This is the one where we drove all the way back from DC to Charlotte, and we said we need to record this shit right away. Yeah, because we fall asleep. Right, because I was like, hey, we start relaxing, buddy. That no show, so let's right. do it now. So we did it, and uh, the episode was called because uh, we did the feedback, but then we also talked about our trip to Awesome Con in DC mm-hmm. and meeting up with our fans, which is cool. And it's called Excuse Me, Young. Um, and <laughs> uh, we got a couple comments. Uh, Hiroja Sheev says, Hearing Rod's story about thinking of using DC slang to get driving directions to the hotel reminded me of the time my parents got lost on the way to the National Zoo in DC. I mean, we got way lost in DC. Finally, my dad pulled over to look at a map, no GPS or Google Maps back then. The mom just looked at him like he was crazy. Cause he just, lo- he was just so lost and confused looking at this map. Then my mom saw a very nice lady dressed, uh, crossing the street in front of us and rose down the window, waves her down and asked, how do I get to the zoo? At first, the very nice lady was, uh, breaking out the shorthand DC slang. Saw the look on my mom's face, clears her throat, and code switched to gave us, give us directions. We got to the zoo. Turns out we actually were not that far from the place. But I now know as an adult, that very nice lady was a hooker. Thank God. <laughs> thank God very nice lady hooker helped us out because I know my daddy, uh, my dad, he would say, fuck it, it drove us back home and we would not have gone to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, prostitutes man, they out here helping the world. I'm trying to tell you, they know their way around. A tip, dick in the city. Tip your pros- prostitutes, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eve says, I really enjoyed myself at Awesome Con. Yeah, we got to meet her. Mm-hmm. We attended several panels, but by far the nostalgia panel you guys were on was my favorite. I couldn't stop laughing. It was a pleasure meeting the two of you, and I wish I could have hung out longer, but maybe next year. I hope you guys enjoyed the cookies. And Karen, I hope you enjoyed the hair and the body butter. I do. Mm-hmm. That's who gave it to you. Uh, man, listen, we got so much stuff from different people. I'm like, I don't know who cookies these is. I'm just eating them. <laughs> right. So thank you thank for the you, cookies. Y'all. I don't even know if I've worked myself to the cookies yet, honestly, because we had Tim Tams, cake, pies, like stuff animals. It was like we trying to, to capture Hansel and Gretel in this house. <laughs> yes, it does. Like. <laughs> Anyway, I can't wait for AwesomeCon next year. And if you guys really do NiggaCon, I'm there for that too. Love you guys. <laughs> but it was a thread in the Facebook group. Oh, that's there. It was fucking hilarious. That Marissa started about NiggaCon. It was so good. Oh, oh, and see, see, this is why, why we got the group. Cause I was like, oh, okay, y'all got the same sense of humor we had. Cause I didn't comment, but I read and I was dying laughing. I was like, Oh, that would be a fucking good ass panel. That thread got like two hundred or something replies yeah. the last time I checked. It's probably more now, but yeah, it was just that all was the best potential panel. The the one thing I realized about NiggaCon, this is way after when I was reading everybody what they want their panels to be. I was like, "Fuck, man, somebody gonna get shot at NiggaCon." Because <laughs> you know that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. And they're gonna blame it all on us. Yeah. It of course has to, to be a gun free zone yeah we can't have no violence at nigga because it's like they do the ciaa tournament Mm-mm. like one person gets shot in the 10 years that they had the ciaa tournament and it's like those niggers <laughs> right. of course they shot each other Mm-mm. uh did you have a good time at Osakam? i didn't go yes and no 91 percent of my audience didn't go yeah, which so. i mean makes sense because i mean 
can you imagine if our entire audience showed up shit yeah yeah that would that, that would be a, a <laughs> lot of people so that's why me and Roger talked about it and so we gonna make it might be a slow process but we're gonna try to make come to y'all to be easier <laughs> yeah and, we'll travel <laughs> and nine percent uh said yes they did go and they had a good time zero percent went and had a bad time and that's what i'm talking about that's really the number that's important yeah and one thing me and roger talked about about uh our audience and um interacting with our audience we want the cool people we don't need to have the biggest audience we just mm-hmm. want the cool people because Everybody came out and everybody had a good time. It was mixture. It wasn't a sausage fest, you know, and it was women and men and everybody felt comfortable and everybody hung out and everybody interacted and it was just a very, very fun and happy and loving environment. And and that's one thing that kind of made me and Roger very proud because it was like this y'all y'all guys are a reflection of us and it's one of those things we go this is basically a perfect event for us everybody comes out everybody has a good time everybody hangs everybody meet each other we even have people talking about other podcasts that wouldn't there some people said they met each other on project fandom group mm-hmm. um i even told um i told wanga on twitter but i'm gonna say here i told wanga that my niece said thank you we took her uh the kangaroo that he bought uh stuffed kangaroo that he bought all the way from australia i got the koala bear and um i said uh did your grandma tell you because she had already had it i said did your grandma tell you this came from i was from australia she said it did i said yeah and i showed her a picture you want good and she said oh she said tell him i said thank you i said i will so i know i told you on twitter but i want to tell you one Layla said thank you i was had a cracking up i said I said he flew like twenty three miles. I mean twenty three miles. Twenty. No, he wished was twenty three miles. I mean twenty three hours away. And I said he in the future because <laughs> it's it's tomorrow there. Yeah, that was that was cool, man. We really do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we we hung out with her for graduation, so that was fun. We we'll probably talk about it tomorrow, maybe. Yep. Uh, all right. So then we had episode twelve seventeen, Anus Avenue. Um, and Miss Smart wrote in fun fact about depends they are not only worn by older people some women wear them if they have heavy menstrual cycles they don't specifically market them to women but for that purpose but the company knows younger women are using them oh i wouldn't have thought about that i heard people use them at the birth giving birth too yeah i i, I could understand that yeah because mm-hmm. you're not trying to find how they would like the after birth and things like that so that completely makes sense yes uh mr knight says i hope no one out there is reproducing with hating ass terrell jones i hope that the pregnant lady kicker gets go uh, throw the cape pregnant uh i hope they throw the pregnant lady kicker under the jail that was a guy in florida that kicked the the woman that was giving birth and then like fought her boyfriend Mm -hmm. and he was her ex janina says karen you had me dying talking about we sell radios and shacks I almost crashed my car laughing so hard. Right? They have boarded up all the old, ra- all the Radio Shacks here. I'm surprised you still have them in Charlotte. Just one that I know of. Yeah, just one. Love you guys. If it weren't for you, my imaginary friends, most days would be very lonely and uneventful. So glad I found this podcast. Hey, we're glad oh, you listened. Thank you, Demeter. And the poll was a simple poll. Um, and got one comment. Um, it was does it make an artist less woke if they're a capitalist you know because i didn't really understand this complaint and i'm kind of getting tired of it so i'm just not paying attention to it anymore because until someone provides some alternative to how the fucking artist is supposed to have this great impact and not be a capitalist in america i don't know how that works 
uh does it make an artist less welcome their capitalist yes four percent no 81 percent and i don't know 15 percent uh ao says i absolutely agree with your comments about our expectations for artists and how at once they need to be a social justice warrior and martyrs who cannot commoditize uh their craft I work in a non-profit, a non-profit education, and I get really upset when I hear critiques about the salaries of principals and administrators in school networks who are trying to attract top talent by offering an attractive salary. As if the salaries are astronomical to start with, the idea that you should be poor in order to do good work is ridiculous. Right, because nobody else wants to do that in their fucking job. You go to your job, they're like, you know, we're going to pay you the same thing. Uh, we, we paid the minimum wage workers at McDonald's because, you know, you ought to be a, you ought to be happy and just come here and do your job. You're going to say, fuck no. Use goddamn common sense, people with respect to the artists the expectations are unattainable and we especially as black people can't add to their burden of advocating for change by also attacking them for making a living trying to spike the man at the expense of your own well-being is foolish ao i agree with that so yeah i yeah it just seems like a ridiculous statement did you read the poll yeah didn't i yeah i'm pretty sure i did yeah it was uh uh no oh i'm sorry maybe i didn't mm-hmm. no was 81.25 percent okay. no i don't know it was 15 percent yeah i did read it and yes it was four percent so yeah i did read the poll okay oh well they got it twice um <laughs> we had episode uh uh twick this weekend coonan <laughs> uh, <laughs> i think a lot of people like that that was episode 12 18 uh where we <laughs> uh discuss niggacon uh <laughs> <laughs> that was a black ass show wasn't it? it was a silly show oh, we silly uh at any rate we had a couple <laughs> of comments on uh episode 1218 twick uh i used a picture of george bush uh <laughs> putting his hand on this black dude's head it was good mr knight says karen i hope you find the uncle ruckus podcast cooning it up uh-huh. So we can give them a one star reviews. <laughs> Lil Mo says, speaking of the whole bad boy reunion thing, we talked about that, how mm-hmm. some of those acts wanted to go on to a bad boy, and we were like, well, y'all really that big a deal? Right. It must be a generational thing. I'm 22. Everyone who wasn't invited used to be in heavy rotation among all my peoples in middle school and the first two years of high school. B5 was kind of like our B2K, the group of Marion K. <laughs> B5. <laughs> i don't even remember them being mad i don't even oh. remember them from the article let alone their music daddy came and day 26 had some cuts day 26 co-star has made it to every phone i've had since it came out to be honest that's the reason i didn't want to go to the bad boy tour all of those artists were the ones i remember from bad boy besides mace diddy and 112 i didn't even know mary was on bad boy what oh, oh I'm so that's old. how she started yeah, that's how she started. She broke off because she was like, you ain't giving me enough attention. But yeah, Mary came on the scene from on Bad Boys. Yeah, didn't it? She had the like real Like her first love. two albums was Strictly Bad Boys, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And she had that uh, that real love. What's the 411? What's the 411? Yeah, her first album was Flames. Mm-hmm. That was my shit, dog. Oh, yeah, my God. Bad Boys. I can't believe. We all dog yeah of course i don't want to do anything that was my jam if loving you was all that i had to do i don't want to do anything else (laughs) that's before we knew casey destroyed her life right (laughs) i don't want to do nothing but this rock (laughs) (laughs) and treat you bad girl oh yeah 
and you know you know you know passing that mall liquor uh but yeah i didn't even know mary was on bad boy i just thought she liked to sing on bad boy tracks crying laughing emoji super long <laughs> comment but yeah i think it's a generational thing yo it might be little mo yeah. i'm not saying it's not dog i just know yeah. when i read the list of niggas that wanted to go i was like it's no way y'all sold as much as the people that was going like none of them acts sold as much as mace lil kim um you know even diddy 112 there's no way they sold as much as those guys yeah like she said it's probably it's a generational thing honestly the whole bad boy tour let's i'm not trying to be funny it's targeted towards our age like them 30 folks and up mm-hmm. like like so you might be a little younger than us and they was like well these folks in their 30s and 40s was not listening to this shit so like they to them it wasn't even worth the time the poll for this episode was did the rnc let black republicans down yes no or <laughs> that's the third choice uh and uh two percent said yes two percent said no they didn't let them down and 96 percent of our audience said <laughs> um 96 percent. <laughs> al says fucking with filipinos 100 percent. i agree with karen if this fuckery is happening to filipinos then it's probably nay absolutely happening to us shit come on dog oh yeah that was that trick one i gave you i can't remember what article that was mm-hmm. I, I i i treat all brown people in the same group if but like so this, do racist right so i don't i don't i don't care if your brown is barely on the grill or your brown is well done you brown mm-hmm uh episode twelve nineteen, the black china westeros where we had mel of the good and terrible show to recap game of thrones mm-hmm. and talk about that racism too you know we, we had to start with that racism of course shit is still going on uh chay chay writes saying hey karen and rod thanks for the recaps brilliant always funny as hell and mel had me rolling quick note from one of the recap e- emails i doubt an ice dragon is possible because they are born of fire everything about them is the exact opposite of a white walker ice hodor and summer are coming but an ice dragon no way <laughs> hold up hold up i'm not i'm not doubting your logic i just think it's it's funny because um it's all made up and it's <laughs> like no this this right here in this fairy tale made up world is goddamn impossible no this cannot i feel you dog i'm like that too about some things no this cannot happen roger your logic is dumb i didn't come up with this someone emailed this in and i just went i guess like i guess it would be like what the fuck do i know it's all made up gr martin made this shit up years ago possibly or probably tomorrow you know him who who fucking knows man he might just wake up on a tuesday and be like you know what ice dragon that'll be cool i don't know so we all gonna be here to watch we all gonna be surprised baby you say you don't think it's possible i say i don't fucking know what the fuck (laughs) is possible in this man's mind anything is possible right (laughs) what i do know is no matter what the dragon will treat women like shit okay (laughs) that is consistent consistent with all his characters uh, uh that's consistent in the real world and the fairy tale yeah, world he will pop up and be like i'm a rapist and a dragon now uh take these flames <laughs> and i'm an ice walker right uh thank you both for your amazing work i don't know how i get ready to work for work commuted ran errands or clean without you keep up the fantastic work love y'all like play cousins thank you how oh you? and also mwah 
you're welcome sweetie mark g says adam and eve need to create a gold jamie lannister clip bump of fist mode <laughs> you can also smack fools in the face with it i'm ready for jamie to die though he outlived this shelf life shelf life quickly after he lost his hand it's a miracle he's still alive yeah that's what mel was saying i, I mean if you think about it like he lost that he got cop, captured and lost that hand he's been a good he had a good run you know what i mean <laughs> You guys are awesome as usual, and it's always a pleasure to hear Miss Jackson on TVGWT. Mm-hmm. We love us some Miss Jackson. Hiroja Sheev says, now that Lady Olena has left the building, that means Cersei is in King's Landing unsupervised. Her father's dead. Her uncle has no control over her. Tommen is weak, and Jamie is gone. Cersei is that kid. You know, if so much, if you so much as stop looking at them, they will set the house on fire. Oh, yeah, she would end up in a gorilla cage yeah she would be in the pit uh which makes me think that damn prophecy that predicts all her children dying before her a young queen usurping her and then dying this could be it for cersei which means things are going to be very exciting these last three episodes in king's landing and finally rob might get those deaths he's been fiending for these last couple of elves i wonder how Tommen would feel it oh wait no I was like, I wonder how Tom will feel if Cersei dies, but he gonna die first, so it won't nah, matter. Who knows? That's the way the that's the way it's going, but we will see. Hey, that prophecy two for two, dog. I'm fucking with the prophecy. Uh <laughs> till proven yeah, wrong. See, I know his poor innocent self. Yeah. He uh, gonna die for some pussy. Prof Wilson indeed said, Nola guest in the building, quite happy. Thank you. Natasha says, this is my favorite recap thus far. I don't even have the words, but I love it, and I love you guys. <laughs> yeah, we got quite a few, like, this is my favorite? I love this one. I was like, you know, we were doing really good on these recaps this year, man. All the guests we've had, people have written in, like, this was my, this was the best one. You know, like, different people yeah. had, like, different people, man. So that that's cool, man. We've had a broad range of people that come on and discuss Game of Thrones uh ray says hey rod and karen i love this recap of this show karen you got them jokes off like your life depended on it and i was here for every single one of them (laughs) that's what i'm talking about i'm a little worried on how cersei is going to gain back control i don't think it'll just be a simple as to kill the high sparrow and his squad nope only because the masses have been influenced if he dies the peasants could ride and you really can't stop them Mm -mm. maybe i mean do the peasants really fuck with him like that i know they got the faith militant but they haven't really shown like that he's cleaned up these streets like he took away all the prostitution he took away all the wine in the streets like i bet you most people don't fuck with him dog i bet you his following not even it's not even close to what y'all think mm. like they can't wait to get back to fucking and drinking that that would make sense too yeah they came in that was their introduction to king's landing was like fuck up all the prostitutes pour all the wine down the streets like i know people like man fuck it damn i hate this dude oh where he come from because somebody killed i bet there's people mad they didn't kill him yeah they was about to have that it's like no no do it do it jamie um the only person i was rooting i was rooting for is Arya, but now i just had to sit back and watch my favorite character get stabbed and tortured from the looks of it the waif is going to torture Arya for a bit kind of like when you fuck up and your mom says she'll talk to you in a bit and she just has you waiting in your room i don't think Arya's gonna make it out of the show alive but damn it she gonna have to she just wait she just had to suck it up and live through a couple more seasons i need to see the starks have a family reunion i know i shouldn't be teen stark you know you should you know you should <laughs> you know for a fact that's gonna end bad 
but i need to see the starks have a glow up moment i hope they bring older ned actor sean bean back in the flashbacks brand is happening one more thing i'm guessing y'all are sucking on them some boobies and sleeping with that whore was her sexuality revealed i hope so because i'm here for it i've been waiting for an awesome lesbian character who was in the main cast i just hope they don't turn it into a fetish what i don't want is that every time y'all sexuality is brought up it's because she's fucking some whore or danny i just wanted to be genuine and realistic to what being gay is and <laughs> not so people can see two women fucking on screen at all times hey man that is a lot to want from this show mm-hmm. i don't they, know right they like titties so mm-hmm. good luck the, the people on this show have not shown that kind of sensitivity mm-hmm. towards sexuality at mm-hmm. any point they still don't think that cersei jamie scene was a rape like i don't know this, this is not the show for that these niggas mm-hmm. about to be like she got some more titties in her mouth isn't mm-hmm. that funny great now have master Pycelle fart again love that jingle away sorry if this is long i don't usually write in but between y'all maybe being gay and aria getting the shit stabbed out of her i just won't have to get my opinions p.s shout out to stir stir sterling quita my sister aka the worst child in the family monique and charles they got me listening to y'all and i never turned back oh yeah shout out to gas pod oh, thank you we got to see them mm-hmm. drink my coffee out of gas pod mug all the time mm-hmm uh amani says hey rod and karen rod you've been saying you get you gotten addicted to seeing somebody die and it hit me you're the hound me <laughs> i don't even call women cunts uh the show tried to talk about a different path and convince you there's an alternative and for two weeks things were cool but at the end of the day it's time to pick up that axe and handle business and i have a feeling next week's gonna get you back hey i hope so you know it's not like i hate the show or nothing it's just you know i i've i think i'm addicted to somebody getting killed every week if when niggas keep living i just I, it's like it's turned into the walking dead for me i'm just like so ain't nobody gonna get killed for real <laughs> y'all just gonna some bullshit oh so you wanted them people to watch the show now i think so man i feel bad because i don't want to be that kind of person but damn it's it don't matter how good and cinematic and like <laughs> how much the plot makes sense i'll be like but somebody should have got stabbed though like you couldn't have, you couldn't have cut somebody head off this week ain't no white walkers but white walkers at the kill folks fuck right. up folks uh aria x tried to <laughs> aria <White> x, x. <laughs> tried to lead the nation of islam and now she's looking around bravos like that mr crafts me <laughs> oh <laughs> them suckers going around his head <laughs> i have a feeling oh they was like you will not leave this place i have a feeling she might get saved by that actress but she better stop acting so naive and get revenge with needle meanwhile i'm hoping y'all and her crew run into my nigga pirate salador oh yeah i love the nigga pirate that nigga we haven't seen him in so long we need more black people on here uh we're gonna find out if he's really from house jackson and they got the deadliest navy in (laughs) westeros nah niggas can't swim uh and oh and the one thing i really want to see is jamie finally fight this season he's been on one all year talking shit to everybody but when he was in Dorne, his ass could barely hold that sword with his left hand yep he had to cheat to win i don't know if he was has a death wish or if he's just been practicing since they killed his daughter but something is up blackfish bar is gonna get him off to his game great show as always though and so good having mel back on oh you know we love mel dog we do um eve says can i just say i love it when you have mail on the recap on game of thrones <laughs> everybody love mail that's what's up man fuck yes i love all your guests but i swear every time she's on my sides end up hurting from laughing so hard she's so good mm-hmm. 
um our and the poll uh, was a simple one is aria going to die next week yes or no 86 percent of y'all said no and 14 percent say yes maybe not next week but i think she may die for the end of the season some interesting results yeah Arya's in a bad way though because everybody act like getting shank you can walk it out there's like well she just mm-hmm. need to get needle and i'm like she can't fight with shank wounds nigga no i think it's gonna be something where they're gonna fuck around and barely tell us and not even cover her storyline mm. uh, you know night trying fun that's why i said she possibly might wait might be next week or you know near the season finale that's a good point karen didn't think about that eve says i think Arya has a plan with the, with the return of so many characters we forgot about i bet she'll meet up with gendy um gendry namia and hot pot and start fucking shit up well if not a girl can dream also a girl can die yeah because i really think um and i might be wrong mm-hmm. but i think next week gonna be about that hound <laughs> oh yeah he gonna definitely be fucking some people right up. so i mean so he, i think he i'm not saying he's gonna be the whole thing but he i think he's gonna be a, a good little portion because i can't see them ending with not well they might you know because walking dead fuck you but i because couldn't see them ending when him picking up that axe and everybody go ooh and then you go no what we're gonna wait till the season finale the possibility uh, that they could do that in all fairness um they have covered a lot of different locations this year mm-hmm. and different episodes so i mean i could see it going a lot of ways honestly all right you know like they might cover aria and the hound and a bunch of shit because they mm, that's just true too skip around so much lately you know feels like we be going to five six seven locations every episode these days right we haven't had an episode in a while where they stick at one location yeah and not since not since the wall right right not since right. the wall that's the last time the i wall can and hard home hard home was mostly yeah i can see yeah hard home and the wall were the last ones i remember yeah where the whole episode was one spot yeah so at any rate they need to get back to killing some people i think they will you know they've been killing around the edges with this hodor shit and uh killing shay i, I want somebody i want somebody that's gonna hurt to die oh, i think we will somebody gonna die um, i don't we, want no comebacks either kill they ass we're gonna do voicemails uh yeah we got a couple of voicemails mm-hmm. let me play those Hey, uh, what up? It's Sterling. Um, just wanted to say, because I was going to leave this voicemail for you about now. I didn't know you niggas were going to, like, go extra hard in the paint and give us a feedback show on Sunday because you love us that much. But um, I had feedback for y'all niggas that I meant to leave for a minute. Um, first off, you know, happy seeing y'all. Happy doing the um, panel with y'all. The shit was fucking too, amazing. Um, the meetup <laughs> after was insane. I had no clue the bottom of some social was like that. I'm way too introverted for that shit. Um, I just wanted to go home and take a nap for like two days after that shit, man. <laughs> but it was crazy seeing y'all. Love talking to Karen. Um, Rod, he, he was over there being too famous for niggas. Nah. <laughs> was, uh, meeting both of y'all and shit. I wanted to say, though, I didn't get to say it last time. Um, because y'all had Jay on the show, I am going to his taping for his uh, for his uh, next album and shit because, you know, we support each other out here. And that shit's only like 90 minutes away, so... I'm going to fuck with him, and I'm going to go see Chris Lambert like, in two weeks and set the comics in, like, a month because I fuck with everybody y'all fuck with because we all fuck with each other and shit lit. So I want to say thanks for having that nigga on the show. That way I knew that the joint was close to me. I thought it was, like, an upstate New York. I wasn't even going to try it. But it's in Long Island. That's doable. So we're going to get out there. We're going to see. It's going to be dope. And um, I think that's it, right? Uh, Yeah, that's it. Bye, niggas. Oh, man. That's dope, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Chris Lambert's opening up for JL that night, too. Mm-hmm. So... 
uh you get a double dose of uh funny dudes that come on the show all yeah, the time all them dudes is real funny if you ever get a chance to see any of them dudes please go see them they we haven't seen the deceptive comments but we've seen jl and chris lambert they are hilarious live mm-hmm. and uh you know i always hear good things about deceptive comments me too when they, when they get to perform you know? yeah when they get yeah when they get to perform but i heard if they don't get to perform you get a good party so. a real good party <laughs> all right last voicemail Hey, Rodney Spirit, this is Jada. Uh, I was calling for comment about the um, young lady who got backlash for being um, valedictorian in her school. Um, I actually had a similar experience, um, although it wasn't on social media. Uh, luckily, uh, my parents and my family, like, protected me from this. But during our senior year, like, you know, they post the grades, I guess, after the first half of the year. So you can know who's like in the ranking and so apparently when those got posted i was number one and apparently there was a lot of backlash from parents like people literally called it up to the council's office to do a recount recalculation and they even tried to say that it was unfair that i was number one because i had an extra um honor class that i was able to take because what happened was in order to fit my schedule so I could take as many AP or honor classes as I wanted to, and so I could still be in band and cheerleading, I took junior history my sophomore year. So then when, so while the rest of my classmates took sophomore history. So then the next year, actually, the sophomore history had an honor, an AP honors, um, I mean, an AP history class that was offered than when I took it in my junior year. So then they were trying to say that that was unfair because I was able to take an extra AP class. And then my counselor had to throw it back on them and be like, well, even without that extra AP class, she's still number one. So, you know, now what? Um, but, yeah, I was – of course, I'm black. And the girl who was – who the tour was a white girl. And she also kind of had the sympathy vote, too, because I mean, she also was a cancer survivor. Mm. Um, but yeah, but like my, I was very grateful that my parents like kept that from me until after graduation because I already had so much pressure on myself. And right, of course, I mean, growing black and growing up in uh, Mississippi, like I mean, I knew that racism exists, of course, but it was just so like jarring. I remember as a kid to be like, wow, you know, like I know that I've uh, worked so hard, you know, and like accomplished and like. I'm sorry, I freaking deserted he five and tour, you know. And if for somebody to doubt it and want to take it from me, like, just because of what I look like, you know, like, that was just like, like, wow, you know, of course, this is this is directly real. So, yeah, man, I mean, of course, you guys know this stuff is racism. It's real. And unfortunately, people even do it to children. So it's very sad. But anyway, guys, but love the show and can't wait to hear your feedback man look black achievement and especially black women achievement Come on, dog. is always up to scrutiny it's, it's always questioning right like, it's like they're black male we and, and it's and it's weird though because it, it's some it's, it's somewhat of a double standard because you know for black males if you guys achieve that's okay you know because quote-unquote males are supposed to achieve all jokes aside you're supposed to excel because if you're not quote-unquote excelling you're probably a gangster you know you you one or the other but you know for black women you're not supposed to achieve um period and then when you do achieve uh being black you're challenged anyway but being a black female 
your 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 challenge for being black and your challenge for being a female on top of that so you you kind of it's, it's it's a very uh double-edged sword and truth be told and you're not demeaning any uh level of achievement of black men but black women literally all jokes that have to work twice as hard you know that's that's back to the to the old bullshit thing you really have to work harder a lot of times to even get recognized for your work and recognized for your accomplishments and you can come in with all these accomplishments and all these achievements and you will still get looked over for jobs you will still get looked over for everything you do everything you do is is questioned and is scrutinized and is torn to pieces like you cannot be smart and you cannot be intelligent enough and how did you earn this or did you steal this or what did you do and a lot of that is just a lot of people don't want to admit they're okay with the status quo even a lot of black people and the status quo is white is superior and white is right that's the status quo and that's what a lot of that boiled down to they was like how dare this nigga you know be better than this white girl with cancer you know at the end of the day if you earned it you earned it and nobody wants to look at merits like that but you know the reality is is that you earned it and the thing is particularly being brown people everything you do is questioned like you can't just be hard working at whatever it is that you do yeah i don't believe in people getting what they deserve i think deserve is very fucking like arbitrary but i absolutely do believe in people getting what they earned right and you earned through all the measurements of that were set up in the game you earned your valedictorian status and no one should be able to take that from you and um you know it's 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 funny how you taking an extra course was seen as a knock against you when that is actually more work you had to do and it wasn't just a regular course it was an extra um you know course for you know academically gifted students which means it's fucking hard so you took on a harder course ace that and then people are like well don't count that like what the fuck man anyway i'm glad i'm happy for you i'm glad you got your uh valedictorian ship and obviously i'm sad that old girl uh had cancer or whatever and i hope she beat it and everything mm-hmm. but that ain't got shit to do with with your with you earning your grade and earning uh your status so right and also before we move on on something else i want to say kudos to your parents a lot of people take parents for granted good parents because good parents do what your parents did it's hard enough to be a child in school particularly brown children and you got parents go like nah this is some bullshit i'm gonna fight on my child's behalf y'all not gonna y'all not gonna cheat my child out of this that she deserves and she earned on her own merit you're not gonna do this and you know they kept that away from you which was the i think the proper thing to do because it's hard enough and it's stressful a lot of people you know they've been out of school for so long they don't look at it being in school is stressful as fuck it's stressful for children getting ready for graduation going on to college or whatever you choose it's very stressful and you have so many things going on at your life the last thing that you want to deal with is that bullshit so it is to I, I think that they did the best thing uh from kind of protecting you from that and good parents a lot of times shield children from racism so well the children are so ignorant to racism honestly because their parents shielded them from it and so that's how you have a lot of these children with these sometimes skewed perspectives because their parents protected them for something that uh would have affected them very negatively all right let's get into some emails y'all i love you guys for bringing up reese hi rod and karen you guys are the best i love 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 fucking with black people and guess the race you really should copyright these theme songs because i'm singing them all the time nah Mm -hmm. y'all got it y'all got it i ain't even worried about that shit Mm-mm. by the way i have i gave y'all five stars on stitcher as why you so uh so white 
but with their technical issues it may not have gotten to you yeah and we, it says it ain't been updated in a month and i'm pretty sure we've gotten reviews in that month right so my guess is stitcher's fucked up so if you leave it on itunes we'll just read it there but right until stitcher, yeah, until stitcher fixes yeah, this shit do whatever they doing with their merging whatever right you know we don't we it's, it's simple like as soon as we we we're updated we'll let you know no matter because uh, i'll keep giving you as many stars as the universe will allow you are a great testament to what a good solid marriage can look like and i appreciate that because it makes me love on my hubby even more also thank you so very much for talking about reese i too have her cd and i wish 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 she would put out another album keep up the great work someone told me she put out another album uh oh, she did. in was it 99 or 2009 um uh but they said it was like by uh, under another name or something and they sent me a link and i already forgot but i think they said the title of the album was like black girls rock or something like that so hopefully you know i'll do a little more research and see if i can uh find exactly what uh they were talking about like maybe it was under the because i'm looking on um what do you call it uh title and it doesn't like they got tracks but they don't have the album or maybe maybe she put it like the hashtag maybe i wonder anyway uh i'll see what i can do um because you know obviously uh if it's some more reese in the world i need to find Mm -hmm. it and a lot of y'all fuck with reese i didn't i i you know i I almost thought it was a me and you thing i don't mean no harm but a lot i'd never meet people in real life that listen to reese right you go and and i don't mean who that yeah and i don't mean that pejoratively i wish i'd be wanting to meet these people so it's not like you know but how i do is just top flight like (sighs) everything everything uh yeah and they got a refried mac which i know is like a cover band she's in um that um they do uh what do you call it uh they they do like covers of uh now i can't remember the fucking band that they do covers of but i didn't want to hear covers i want to hear like you know her original pieces right so uh at any rate uh thank you for writing in and uh if i find another album i'll let you guys know about it all right uh oh we got excuse me young by nail who says hey rod and karen listening to this podcast asked me about the tear up i'm disappointed Mm -hmm. okay somebody um did a link in the in the chat you can click on it sorry okay no problem i'll get to that um listen to this podcast asked me about the tear up and i'm disappointed that i couldn't make it to awesome con and couldn't get one of karen's hugs but i felt so much better <laughs> knowing y'all were welcomed and loved and you'll probably be here next year across his finger my fiance the guy from the a and t that you mentioned uh made sure to include me in the festivities by sending me my own special pick of y'all oh yeah he was yeah i remember him he was cool people he did he mentioned that uh you were a big fan Mm -hmm. and that you hated that you couldn't make it yes i can't say enough great things about you guys and karen is like the warm auntie slash friend i've always wanted her rants give me life right you always have me cracking up i have much love for you guys and i'll get my classic karen hug someday soon oh you will and i did enjoy i tell everybody i'm a hug out and i was hugging everybody if you were close to me you got a hug and i was hugging on other people's behalves and and stuff like that people that couldn't make it so yeah so a lot of my hugs was 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 sent to you through through a, through a fellow loved one Mm-hmm. 
uh and we do appreciate that because mm-hmm. uh you know everybody not everybody could make it you know and mm-hmm. i think i i had no idea it was gonna turn into a uh thing for us yeah, uh in in that way i figured it would be a thing for um we knew it was like you know the nerds and awesome yeah. con and, and i figured a couple people might show up right. i didn't know that many fucking people were gonna show up that was crazy uh but you know at the same time it was really awesome to get to meet people and stuff mm-hmm. brent Wright saying mambo sauce <laughs> i think it's mambo sauce i think i said mambo sauce anyway sup young i listened to the recap of the trip to dc and awesome con i'm glad you guys enjoyed dc but i'm blown i didn't get to down the pen quarter to chop up the game with you two my homegirl from college has a business she sells mambo sauce i'm gonna link with her and send you guys a couple bottles as a thank you oh shit thank you sweetie do that i've been on maternity leave the last three months and podcasts have been my primary form of entertainment you have one of the best and i have to show some love if you ever come back i'm definitely showing up keep up the good work and be easy brent slash hustle crow thank you hustle crow dog mm-hmm. and uh yeah man um send that shit i'll yeah. put it on some wings i'm yeah. trying we definitely gonna be back next year and i know a mm-hmm. lot of people was like I'm, I'm mad i missed it and i i, I know beyonce was happening and um what was that uh governor's ball was happening so it was a lot of other things happening around that weekend so uh we'll definitely be back next year y'all uh rosalind writes in a class act hi rod and karen i just want to express my admiration for both of you and how you handled the dim thrones issue it breaks my heart to see good people get into it because of the actions of a fool the fool in this case being the lazy ass journalist who stirred all this up in the first place karen you're absolutely right we need more editors come on dog while i was reading the hurtful stuff people were posting especially the ones trying to start a fight among fans between the blackout tips and black girl nerds and high firestarter i was reminded of a story told on a show i watched on netflix an old woman goes to confession <clears throat> she says father i've spoken ill of my neighbor and i seek forgiveness the priest is the priest tells her go out and find a chicken and pluck out all the feathers and then go and drop them all around town this is your penance so the old woman thanks him and does as he instructed sorry i need to move my my mic guard you can hear my peas popping bebop anyway <laughs> yes <laughs> so so, uh the old woman thanks him and does he's she's instructed but it does make her it doesn't make her feel any better so the old woman goes back to the priest and tells him uh that it didn't make her feel better the priest says okay then go back and retrieve all the feathers the old woman says father how can i they've been scattered to the winds and the priest smiles and says just like your words what you throw out can never be taken back Mm. that's a good point all of us have experienced moments when we got in our feelings lashed out and said stuff we later regret it takes a great deal of courage and empathy and sympathy as karen often says to look past the hurt and resolve the problem with mutual respect and love you guys show so much class i just wanted to let you know for what it's worth it's appreciated sincerely an even bigger fan than before Roz, aka negris furiosa thank you thank you baby yeah and i and i think the people that was trying to start shit either they only care about one show or they and they have no respect and don't care about the other shows or they just want to they have no respect for anybody they just want to see people fight because i'm not trying to i really don't want to fight if i don't have to Mm -mm. that's that's such a it's it's such a waste of energy energy, man everybody everybody didn't start these shows so they would be getting on the microphone and Mm-mm. fighting and talking shit about each other so that's much, not that's not what we was thinking so much other shit we could be doing yeah so hopefully uh you know and 
you know like i said we had we had uh you know we we hung out with tom for a little bit and uh that was cool as fuck it uh, was you know so it was just you know we talked about everything man so it was just a cool experience and then we took a picture under bill Cosby's face because tom it's tom okay but we but we mm-hmm. but we, we we had to take some pictures under some murals uh on the side of his chili bowl so you know it's, it was cool man it, it's a funny funny dude man cool dude so mm-hmm. i'm glad uh i'm glad that shit's over with that shit really had me you know feeling anxiety and all these negative emotions and i'm glad that that shit's over with because um uh, like i said i would never uh never try to get over on them man because you know that's like that's like trying to get over on family or something right that's pointless uh lord episode twelve eighteen. amber writes in hey y'all let me just say i'm still loving y'all since the first uh tune in months ago y'all never cease with the perfect commentary and the game of thrones recaps are a treat the jokes and y'all still lit and southern <laughs> i wanted to comment on episode twelve eighteen on part of the show where the kjv bible king james version bible and the old testament of that was yet again twisted to suit the agenda of a backwards and hateful group it's sad as a christian myself to see other races and hateful christians quote unquote use it in such a way but not at all surprising trans people deserve just as much love and human decency as anybody else it's pitiful that they don't want that people don't want to see it that way i agree yeah that that's the thing i i mean we down here in the south so the thing i never try to lose track of is the fact that no matter how many people try to use a bible to, to, for like bigotry and to spread hate and defend it with selections from you know scripture and shit um it doesn't really matter because like i said i went way more people that were religious in some way and still cool as fuck mm-hmm. so they're not bad people yeah like that weren't harboring these resentments now mm-hmm. i don't know how they rationalize it i don't know what they're i don't know what how they figure what they do out you know what i'm saying like because uh when i like i like when i see people using it for bad and when i see people using it for good i don't know what the impetus is to use certain things certain ways right so there's people that go out and help the homeless and they do this and they do that but then somehow they rationalize out that it's okay to hate gay people from that you know like and then there's people that you know don't fuck with the bible at all but they you know as far as i'm concerned are really good people that that care about themselves and their communities right. and, and all these other marginalized groups like so i i don't know the rhyme or reason to it but i just know that in my mind when i think christian i don't just immediately think bad Mm-mm. but you know we cover what we cover and so much of what we cover on the show when we talk about lgbtq folks is people couching hatred in religion my opinion is that the hatred comes first and then they figure out a way to rationalize it with the book like i don't think because of the way people hate and the passion they have it doesn't seem like it comes from the bible to me you know what i'm saying because the hate is so strong but yet it's such a small part of the bible you know it's like Mm -hmm. Uh, they don't feel that way about fornicators they don't feel that way about sloth they don't feel that way about gluttony it's something the impetus for it comes from somewhere other than what they learned in that kind of way and by, and by learned i mean what they read in the bible now they may have learned it through social 
uh the social structure they may have learned it through peer pressure i don't know where they learn it exactly to be that fucking um intensely bigoted but they are learning it from somewhere i just don't and maybe they did learn it in church but i just don't think they literally learned it from the bible that's my guess anyway uh she says enjoy the episode as usual y'all about ready to get a new premium member even though i should have been so find me selling gators and swishers at my booth at NiggaCon. <laughs> <laughs> thank you sweetie <laughs> coming to the black and mild stage <laughs> oh yes yeah. coming to the crown royal stage hiroja shy writes in a uh, hiroja she writes in confessions of a leash child oh. sound like this could be an entire book <laughs> yes confessions of a leash child to karen and rob i must confess that i was a leash child <laughs> i too was a leash child i too was <laughs> i too am a leash american the long short the long short of it my mother pretty much raised all three kids by herself and since we were so close in age it was hard for her to corral us together she was very overwhelmed and the leash came out uh my mom my mother tried to be tried every kind handcuffed to the child and the parent i one failed one child uh leashed to another child to the parent failed and harness <laughs> and harness on the child failed i won't go into details of the incident that caused my mother not to take no that's the best part that that's no please do go into detail that is uh i write all this and not because because she tried hard and y'all was like you know now nah, mama fuck your plans all right i won't go into details of the incident that caused my mother not to take her children to public for two years all i can say is that this there's a reason escalators at miles little little off button are locked up in a protection box which was something that did not always have at the time in the 80s Aww. oh so kids on there hitting them boxes shit shit was sailing y'all yeah stop the damn y'all stop the escalator <laughs> people probably yeah, fell people all the way dropping down. shit falling tumbling down mm-hmm, like that a shit of tumbling up depending on what direction they was going in like that eddie murphy thing <laughs> like a slow mo <laughs> cartoon <laughs> you know what they did <laughs> they cleared both sides i bet you when you hit that shit both sides stopped working uh feedback wanga writes in wanga hey sweetie good day rod and karen people forget what they got up to as kids when blaming parents on that gorilla situation my parents did a good job but i got four younger brothers and we still have stupid shit happen (laughs) here's just a few examples i got run over by a car when i was four holy shit well it is australia next brother fell out of a front window of the house and cut his ear open next brother (laughs) passed out and split his head on the counter as he fell next broke his leg jumping on a scooter and my last brother had his two front teeth knocked out by a swing so yeah kids get up to shit from time to time exactly and as for the awesome con panel and meet up it was so much fun meeting both of you sterling quita chris Palm, and justin it was also great chatting with other listeners of the shows the whole night it just felt like hanging out with longtime friends it hey, really did dog that, that is cool man you know and it's it was like really cool too because like uh and i'm not saying this as like good for them or good for us but the group had it had a mixture of people of different races it and, did. and gender and all that shit it wasn't just like a uniform group like i not saying because i don't know every other show but i imagine some other audiences and i'm like well obviously 
this type of person is the only kind of person that can listen to this because they fucking talk shit about every other kind of person it's all shapes sizes and colors with our group right and i just like that yeah i just thought that was cool as fuck man mm-hmm. uh also explaining to rod and sterling how we use words cunt and mate in australia was funny have a good one yeah i was like yeah just don't tell that to no one else <laughs> that's not gonna work here he's like yeah it's weird that y'all get mad over cunt man because we say cunt all the time i'm just like yeah you can't be saying yeah. no we want you to make it back home safe today. yeah don't don't tell this to any of the ladies at the party okay <laughs> we just gonna keep this between us us cunts okay uh <laughs> very late letter based on episode 1208 um and this is from brandon from the say something nice podcast it says hey rod and karen i've been late like hell on writing this letter thanks for more or less being buried under a mountain of works uh thanks to more or less being buried under a mountain of work but i did want to say first in general that i really enjoy your show and appreciate how the two of you consistently put out shows five times a week and even more for premium listeners and the love that you show both your audience and other podcasters as well the thoughts I want to express are primarily related to episode 1208, The World is Yours, with DJ Ben Amin from the Fran Burrow Show, another podcast I enjoy as well. The conversation turned at one point to blurred culture and how black nerds felt they did or didn't fit in with the larger black culture they may have been surrounded by as a kid. I'll admit that my childhood wasn't the most fun. I got picked on a lot as a kid and didn't have very many good friends until my last year of high school other kids accused me of not being black enough because at the time i wasn't deep into the music being played on the radio and my mother didn't have the money or concern to buy fashionable clothes for my sister and i so i was picked on for that too rod did point out in the show that he evolved from a place of just telling people to get over that situation and not to carry that baggage so deeply forward into adulthood and i do think it's a thing that each individual may have to deal with on their own time friends and community and sometimes family can help but ultimately this is a man versus self-conflict i sought out my own identity based upon things that interested me history classic film and tv old school music comics and i did eventually find a place where i fit into blackness on a societal basis oh yeah and i um yeah and i would add to that like i feel like that journey has to be individual as you said so i don't feel like telling somebody because i didn't go through that so i don't feel like it's my place to tell somebody what they can or should not deal with um and i just want to like get the anti-blackness out of the entire conversation either way because i think people only see it depending on how they were raised and what they went through they only see it one way or the other they either see these these fellow black nerds who look down on other black people mm-hmm. and they talk you know they they feel judged and they feel like they're talking bad about us and they feel like they think our blackness is bad and the other way too which is that there's a lot of people that have had interactions where they feel like they were um black checked yeah and now they're wary of interactions with other black people because it's like well I don't want to be told I'm not black enough. I don't want to be go somewhere where uh, I'm resented or looked at differently, you know. And I really feel like uh, no matter how emotional and defensive we all get and how much people are kind of like hurt by the little kid in them and all the experiences that we all, that that kid went through to become us, you know, the scars that we walk around with, the open wounds that we still walk around with that never get resolved uh the only thing i've ever seen kind of 
fix that stuff is love and that and that whether that means loving yourself mm-hmm. and accepting yourself and having that kind of confidence where it's like i know i'm black and i know there are black people like me and i know there are black people that even if they're not like me they love me and they'll accept me for who i am and what i am um and i love those black people back which to me is the most important part of this and it's probably the hardest part which is loving black people back that aren't like you because mm-hmm. we're really into this like culture now where it's like you not like me get the fuck out mm-hmm. the only thing i hate is like anti-blackness i hate anti-blackness i hate people that are like discriminating and bigoted i don't like that and i don't know if i'll ever get to the point where i can have people like that around me i don't want to be honestly mm-hmm like because it's toxic it's toxic to me it's toxic to the environment it's toxic to in society in general in my opinion um not saying people got to be perfect but you know you guys know when you around somebody where you're like it's it's like when you're around white people that d- hate black people but they like you as an individual black person eventually it wears on you where you're like oh i can't fucking be with this dude i don't care if he thinks i'm cool or not well i i just want to get that shit out of the out of the out of the environment around me and the only thing i've seen that really kind of fixed that gap between black nerds that kind of or black people that kind of grew up where they felt ostracized from black society and in, in, in general uh i've only seen loving them fix them quote unquote yeah. i've only seen embracing them make them feel wanted That's i've only people want yeah i've only seen uh having their best interest in mind and wanting them to feel included work i've never seen anything else work admonishing them won't work it, it's too close to what they went through you know what i'm saying if i look at a grown-ass person and start being like nigga you hate niggas don't you i can tell i know it's too close to them being told you're not black enough and that's the first place they're gonna go is well shit this is just like when i was a kid and they told me i'm not black enough so you telling me you know like i'm trying like anyway that's my goal and that's what i try to do you know what i'm saying like i'm not i'm not perfect i'm not sometimes i hear shit and i'm just like man it i even though i understand you going through some shit what you're saying is too fucked up for me to even like interact with you right but in general like my goal is when people are trying to try to like meet them halfway because uh too many of us grew up scarred and we don't need to pass that shit on we're, we're adults now yes we are and you still see people doing it all the time so anyway uh but even before that i did have to teach myself that my own personal blackness was is and will always be sufficient and accept accepting descending into self-hate uh me and by accepting he didn't say acc accepting but ec exc accepting like mm-hmm with the exception of that like i don't want to start hating myself and my blackness but mm-hmm. he's you know he's like there's no right way to be black i'm sure people find my interest in old ass movies and music weird or whatever but good for them i'm still me and i'm still black and it's all good yep right and that's all that matters at the end of the day you're still black right it's that unity that i think we have to come to recognize within each other because everything else is kind of some bullshit black like it's many quirky black people and shit and mm-hmm you know and i do think if a lot of people are probably growing up with that insecurity because of the head trip that we go through so you know there's a lot of distrust you know like i said i had to recognize i still had distrust of certain type of black people where i would be like 
okay this reminds me of one of those black kids from fucking the ag class that you know would fucking look look at me like something was wrong with me for coming in with my uh hat flipped to the back and my pants sagging or my fucking cross colors on and they would look like why can't you just put on a fucking preppy ass button up and some slacks and fit in like i do you know and i and the thing is i didn't have that feeling towards them but eventually as my defense mechanism i think i've i developed that type of feeling like uh one of these poindexter ass niggas you know like i'm a nerd too but now i'm looking at you like this nerd gonna let me reject him before he rejects me and let me you know let me walk away from her before she walks away from me and that's such a bad thing to to walk into a situation with you know and especially when it happens to you as a kid kids don't know no fucking better Mm-mm. but now you 35 and you still feel that way that's there's no excuse for that so gotta work on ourselves uh as for everything that happened with five star in the hashtag debate i really really appreciate how graceful you both handled the situation and were able to resolve everything with them in relatively short amount of time as someone who's still fairly new to podcasting i'm still getting used to hashtag etiquette and i'm sure i've made a few missteps but i and i but i appreciate the example you two set in dealing with the situation i don't want to see anyone fight so it was really great to see everyone squash the situation support each other for show dog Mm -hmm. you know i don't want to see it either Mm -hmm. i don't want to be in no fight so Mm -hmm. (laughs) we all on the same page and uh yeah man you know sometimes you need that that reminder whether it's harsh or not man this shit is still kind of a business and whether it's on the frontier or not and it feels like family you try to keep it that way you still have to have respect for the fact that you know this is business too and you know anything can happen so you want to protect yourself and you want to make sure you're not overstepping your bounds um going back to the show as a whole i did want to say that i really appreciate you both for everything that you do i work a job where podcasts are as important to my daily are important to my daily disposition as especially on the rough the roughest days i want to thank you once again for everything you do and for keeping a smile on my face or at least a neutral expression on even my roughest days regards brandon from the say something nice podcast oh man thank you man uh and oh and he said something about he like to have us uh on 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 the show as guests well yeah man email yeah email us us again about um your scheduling and all that stuff and we'll uh we'll do something uh all right and that's everybody whoo it felt like uh felt like it was a lot but we got through that pretty fast actually i went 10 minutes Mm mm-hmm uh we'll be back tomorrow uh 10 Mm a.m um sunday morning uh early one sun day morning bow, the r kelly version so you know he was singing about them look at it all right yeah. guys we'll talk to you tomorrow until then love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.